All right, so you guys might have noticed uh, that uh, we've already got some images inside of here. We didn't use them in the last video, but uh, we're going to certainly use them uh, right now. And instead of uh, just showing text uh, inside of our picker, we can show images. So uh, let's make that happen. And uh, just so we don't totally wipe out this code, let's just comment it out and we will get an error uh, that basically says that we're not returning anything uh, from here remember it does want a ui view no matter what um so you know text counts as a ui view or a ui label does uh and in this case we're going to return a uh, an image so it's actually a little bit of less code uh, first up what we'll do is make a variable that is going to be just the image name so we're going to say let uh, image name, this will be a string type, and again, we're going to take our uh, dummy array, we'll put in here a row, and just to kind of prove that we can do this, uh, let's add on uh, .png to the end of it, Oops. and it'll be .png, now of course right now our dummy array is uh, <laughs> still Star Wars title, so let's just go over here and put in uh, face one, and then just copy this all out change it real quick okay so for and again i could just throw in there just the full name but uh, i think it is useful to, for you guys to see that you can uh, make those changes on the fly to add in the dot png uh, so that's going to give us the uh, the full image name and then what we can do is write let's uh, let's just say my image view this is going to equal ui image view this is going to be image and then UI image in parentheses. And I'm going to put in here named. So it's going to be image name. All right, so close that off. And, you know, we could have created a UI image in a separate line of code over here, but um, hey, might as well just put it right here. And, uh, and, you know, actually the same thing is kind of true about our image name, but I just didn't want to crowbar too much stuff inside there. Uh, and then we just need to kind of place where it's going to be at, um, really kind of the d default uh, values. If we didn't put any in here, probably would be okay, but, uh, you know, because it's just going to go in at X0 and Y0 by default. Uh, but uh, one thing we can do is add in here the width. Um, so for this, um, let's see, let's just go ahead and put in 50 and 50. There are square images. Uh, so we'll keep them the same. Uh, but one thing we're going to want to do is make it so that our, um, our, our, uh, our rows uh, definitely have uh, that height as well. So let's go ahead and add in the code for that. And let's do it just right up here. So again, you can just type uh, f uh, funk and then picker view. And you'll notice that you've got uh, these options width for component and, and uh, row height for component. Uh, row height is the one that uh, is going to apply to this. But we might as well put in there the width as well. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, we could. Uh, so well, let's just put in here uh, return. And again, so put in there 50 and this would be a great place for a variable, right? Because we've now written the same number in three different places. And if we ever wanted to change it, uh, you know, it just makes the most sense. Now, again, this is one of those cases where uh, you can decide, you know, based on the, um, you know, well, I guess based on the component, if you want to do a different uh, 
a different height. Although now that I think about it, when I was testing this earlier, I don't think I saw much of a difference. So who knows? That could be one of those kind of weird, quirky things. But you know, it would look something like this, right? Um, return and then something else, right? Because you always have to return something no matter what. And actually, maybe a more um, uh, practical application of this would be to just test if the picker equals our intro picker, right? Because you know, let's say we had decided to you know remove the intro picker and then put in there a different picker. All these same functions are still getting run, right? We're not doing a different function per picker, but it gives you that option to decide, you know, put that in there as a uh, uh, parameter. So anyway, uh, yeah, well, let's leave that code in there and uh, let's see, just see what this is looking like right now. Okay. And there you go. So we're still, uh, that, that looks like 50 and 50 to me. Uh, we're still just with our one column and, uh, you know, four rows over here, but, uh, certainly makes it, uh, a lot more visual, doesn't it? Uh, and then again, if we wanted to, to tinker around with the, um, the width and let's see. So it's going to be width for component. And again, it's just another situation where we could, we could put in here if component equals one, you know, you do this else you do something else. And in all cases we do have to return a, uh, a CG float from this. So, you know, you might want to go self dot view dot bounds dot width. And well, for right now, while well, we only have a a picker with um, with one column, you know, we're just going to return the entire width of it anyway. Um, but uh, if we had, you know, a picker that had uh, two columns, you know, then we're going to probably make each column, you know, divide by half, right? So they're just, you know, they're both going to take up uh, half the screen. And even outside of this, then you might want to do something like, you know, if your picker equals the intro picker, then you're going to do this, you know, and again, you still have to just be sure that no matter what you end up doing in the end, you, you return something or other, because you'll notice in just a moment, it probably will complain that, yep, there we go. Missing a re missing return and function expected returns. Right. Okay. So, um, but let's not worry about that for right now. And you know what? Let's just get rid of all that. Okay, so let's take a look at uh, how we can figure out which uh, row we've actually selected. And yet again, we can just write out here, funk, picker view. That's giving us less options now because we've already got some in there. Uh, did select row. Okay, so one easy thing we could just do is put a print statement inside of here. And, um, you know, obviously we could just print out, uh, print out the row. Uh, what we could also do though, is take our, oops, our, sorry, our dummy array and get a value back from that correlating to the, whatever, you know, item it is that, uh, has currently been selected and keep in mind, uh, this, this runs just when you kind of scroll up and down. So whenever you, you know, you spin the wheel essentially and it, uh, it comes to rest, it's going to give you that. So you can see that phase two, 
phase three, phase four, and obviously uh, phase one again. So there's really not like, you're not tapping down here to select one of these guys to make that happen. It's just whenever it spins around. So, you know, it's obviously useful to then have some sort of button over here that when you click that, uh, then it looks at, you know, whatever the, the selected uh, row is. And, you know, that you can always get out. Uh, so we could say like intro picker dot selected row. And then you'd, you'd have to just, you know, specify which component you're referring to. Now, again, our component, our wheel only has one column or component right now. So we just put it in there zero. So if we ever wanted to, you know, find out what's, what was currently selected, we could put in there that, right? And then, you know, if, if you wanted to um, take that a little step further, again, you could put in here uh, something like detail, uh, dummy array. It looks kind of like a, so ultimately this is gonna give us a number and that number we could then, you know, figure out the index in our dummy array. And, and again, it would spit back out phase one, phase two, phase three, and so on. Okay, since we're at about uh, 10 minutes for this video, let's uh, break and we'll come back with something new in the next one.